0: You're listening to the Soul Care Podcast. I'm Elaine Hamilton, the founder of the Soul Care House, a group of therapists working in community with a shared perspective about the path towards healing and change. This podcast is about creating a space for real conversations about real life struggles, a place where you can gather insight and support for issues that are relevant to you and the people you love. So sit back, put your feet up and let's talk. Hey, everybody, uh, we're back with podcasting Ooh. at the Soul Care House. Mm-hmm. We took a little break for the summer. We were tired. Resting. Resting, hanging out. So we're ready, we're ready to go. So we thought we'd start off um, talking about dating, since that comes up a lot yeah. um, mm-hmm. here with our clients. So we did an episode last season, it's number eight, where we talked about dating also, and um, Carly and her girlfriends came up with a bunch of questions, and then we talked about those self-sabotaging, all the business, all the business, all the business. Yeah. So today we thought we would talk about some other things because there's literally thousands of things to talk so about. Much. We could talk about much, we How could. Worse. And you know, we just might. Who knows? Who knows? So if you have anything else to do today, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know if we'll have
1: time for it. Press pause, everything Press, else. Pause. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: All right. So who's here today? Talking with me about dating is Ruby Tovar Morin, yep. who is a therapist on our team, pretty Hi. genius, also real pretty. Mm-hmm. Not that that's important. I
1: mean, thank you. But <laughs> I feel like I have to say it.
0: And then also very pretty is Miss Carly Wren, who's our admin and a professional dater until recently when she got engaged. I would not engage- <laughs> say professional dater by any means. <laughs> Okay, maybe that one wasn't fair. <laughs> okay. First, we want to start off with what what were the messages that we received about dating? So, one of the things that we're talking about with clients, Rubes, is like um, how do they see dating? How do they view it? What is the purpose for them? And they're coming into it from what perspective? So, what do you often hear um, people who are dating say about you know what are they what are they doing there? And how do they how do they see it? Yeah, so playing out.
1: I was noticing sometimes working with clients that I I assumed that um, some clients uh, were functioning from a different perspective of dating, and and then it became clear that as we were working on relationships and dating and why can't I go. And just find someone and it work out. Mm-hmm. Um, I just started to realize maybe I should ask more like basic question about where did you learn dating? In the same way I would ask, you know, how did you learn to uh, like, how did you learn to argue or have a conflict resolution? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, where did you learn that? Right. So you learn it from modeling from the adults in our young and younger years. Um, but it didn't, for some reason, didn't click on me to ask the very basic question of, like, what What did you learn about dating growing up, right? We tend to ask, like, how did you learn about sex or things like that. And um, I remember, like, over the course of the time working with clients who were dating, there's very clear messages that they get from, directly from parents sometimes mm-hmm. and other adults, whether they be from, like, church or school or aunts and uncles of messages of, um, well, you you're, you should be chased, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. this idea of, like, um, a guy is supposed to chase you. You got to play the game. Uh-huh. Um, nope, don't you dare ask them out. Yeah. Don't tell them that you're yeah. interested in yeah. that. The the specific specific rules. Oh. Yeah. Like, all yeah. of these things. And it, I was really surprised that a parent would actually tell their child, like, No, you don't do any part of this. Like you, you let them chase you. Like Mm -hmm. girls, girls don't ask boys, and you play hard to get. You play hard to get because then you'll know they really want you. Mm -hmm. And I was like, sheesh. So if you play hard to get, depending on how hard the get gets, Mm -hmm. then (laughs) that dictates. How bad they want you?
0: Yeah. How is that supposed to be like? Right. Makes yeah, no sad. no right makes no sense. Because yeah. the person who's pursuing you is they're picking up messages of rejection, right? Like right. it seems like you're not right. interested in me, so maybe I should just give up.
1: Right. And in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I just don't know that. Um, given giving someone the message to just go it's a constant chase. I don't know how long someone's going to be able to hang in there mm-hmm. and keep pursuing someone when they're experiencing a lot of rejection, mm-hmm. a lot of no. Right. Um, that That is not, that's not really how we, that's really not how we pursue someone we want to date and get to know. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the other messages too is also, um, with some p- people that I've worked with, is this idea that, this person has to fit this specific model, right? Versus this is checklist. Right. Oh, yeah. And the checklist also, it's, it's pretty terrible that it goes as far as what they look like
0: uh-huh. Um, uh-huh.
1: and how they dress yeah. or their education status and a, a bunch of different things, which... There's nothing wrong with desiring and being attracted to someone specific. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's nothing it's an important wrong. part of right. the relationship. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with education being important to you. But it is kind of one of those where if the boxes check, then this is a yes and it dismisses the person yeah. entirely. Like, there's sure. more
2: to someone than mm-hmm. this checklist that yeah. we gotta figure out. Um, it's so funny that you mentioned that because I was just going through my old journals and I had a checklist. It was did. like who, what, the characteristics that my future husband needs to have. And it was hilarious. It was like, surfer needs to wear flannels. <laughs> uh, oh my like everything you just named yeah. was on my checklist. And did you it's find just him? it's I have found someone not not but someone that fits my that old mold. Yeah. But it's so funny because who I have now ended up with probably fits me so much better than anyone that I could mm. have anticipated. Uh, that's great.
1: I mean maybe we should all take a minute right now and like let's look at our journals. Do we have checklists yeah. in there? Like I mean what I'm would sure go right? do. right? I'm sure
0: we do. It's
2: oh such God. a thing though to have this like idea of who you mm. want and if if the person doesn't match every single characteristic, you're like, there's someone better for me out there. Right. Yeah. And it's just not reality.
1: So imagine going through dating, right, mm-hmm. and you are walking in with a template. And you are it's almost as if you're walking with this template, like, okay, does he fit this template? Nope. Does he right. fit mm-hmm. this template? Nope. Does he? Does she? And you... How are you supposed to get to know someone? Like, get to know the person, their characteristics, their heart, you know, what are they about? And probably completely overlooking a very wonderful person, right? Because Mm -hmm. this thing is dictating how we're going to choose someone, right? And these messages sometimes we may not realize we have them until someone does ask us, yeah, right? Like, that's Mm -hmm. some of my clients, they're just like, oh my gosh actually I learned this from my dad or Mm -hmm. my sister told me this and or my I don't know I was talking to my aunt you know Mm -hmm. like oh my crazy aunt Sally not that that's (laughs) like you know a thing but like it's just you realize like someone told me to do it this way Mm -hmm. and I have been doing this doing it this way subconsciously for this long and then we're wondering why it's not working right Mm -hmm. we're not why isn't this working and then the other part two is being told where to go meet people Mm -hmm. And oftentimes we really stretch ourselves to go meet people in places that what if we're not about that, right? Like I remember someone saying like, I keep going to bars to meet somebody or I keep going to these like comedy shows. I don't even like comedy shows and I don't Mm -hmm. even like bars. And in Mm -hmm. in my mind, I'm like, if you're going to a place you don't want to be a part of, the likelihood is you're going to meet someone that likes those things. Right, 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 yeah. But you're going
2: in with the template of, like, where can I find someone? Yeah. You know? Yeah. But that's actually a huge question amongst my single friends. Like, where am I supposed to? Because you get into mm-hmm. your routine. You go to that's work. True. You you go to the same church. And if there's no one that fits what you're looking for in those places, how are you supposed to meet someone? Mm-hmm. That's it's hard. a great question, Carly. <laughs> <Yes>.
0: <laughs> I wish we knew how to answer that one, oh, no, right? I, it's, I, mean, I think, so hard. I think one of the things we talk about, With clients sometimes is uh, pursue the life that you want to have yeah whether it's like oh I want to learn how to kayak or I want to learn how to speak French or I want to take a class on you know whatever it's Mm -hmm. like involve yourself in developing yourself as a person um, get out and do those things right. and find yourself in places where other people mm-hmm. are are interested in those things. And that's a good place to meet someone who might be a good fit for you because yeah. they're, they're interested in expanding themselves and learning new things. And um, that can often be a way to expose yourself to new people. Mm-hmm. If, you know, we're out of college, we've got a job, right. we're hanging out <clears throat> with the same eight people all day long. Right. And, exactly. you know, it's like eventually... We gotta find new places to go, but I think finding the new places to go um, is most usefully about who do I want to be, what kind of a person do I want to be, what kind of things do I want to learn, Mm -hmm. Um, and pressing into becoming more of who Mm -hmm. you want to
2: be.
1: Mm -hmm. It's like the showing up, right? Like, how am I showing up to places? Right? If I'm if I go and work at a coffee shop, how am I showing up there? Like, what's my presence? And that's Mm -hmm. part of the development about who you are, like, what person are you becoming and what person are you finding yourself attracted to that's not this checklist, right? If anything, it's like, I want to get to know the person and then decide, mm-hmm. you know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So it's, it's so great to focus on your development, but I think it's important to also just name that dating all is so hard. It yeah. is. It has changed so much mm-hmm. um, how you can go about dating. There's, there's a lot of dating apps. There's a, a lot of websites. And there's also stigma around certain apps. You know, I hear one is for this and the other one's for real relationship. And mm-hmm. so it's so hard to identify Someone that really actually wants to date for a relationship Mm -hmm. um, versus dating just for the sake of a hangout, Mm -hmm. which is kind of what we're going to go into now Mm -hmm. that we find that oftentimes people find themselves in situationships
0: (laughs) versus relationships
1: versus relationships and That is a very confusing position to be in. I used to, um, I've I've said it in other ways, like a pseudo-relationship, like, are we something? Are we not Mm -hmm. something? Mm -hmm. And we're trying to figure this out. So not only is dating hard in and of itself, but then we may be with somebody and we have no idea what's going on. Yeah. Right.
0: And we don't know if we can even ask the question. Yeah. Right? We think we're, we're not supposed to ask. We're supposed to know or right. we're supposed to look for signals. Yeah. And somehow we're going to figure out, oh, you you looked, you had those eyes when right. you looked at me. So I think, I, think, I think you're really into <laughs> yeah. me and I think yes. we're a thing now. Right. But then you went out with another girl on yeah. Thursday night mm. and that really confused me.
2: Oh, yeah. But yet you text me all the time <laughs> yeah. and want to hang out constantly. Right. I know. Oh, man.
0: The
1: amount of times I'll have somebody ask... So he did this, or she did this. What does this mean? I'm like, shoot, I'm I not don't the know. person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't send the text message, but I'd love right. to know. Yeah. So it's it's that, that by definition, ladies and gentlemen. What is a situationship? <laughs> situationship,
0: let's define that. Yeah, yeah. Carly, <laughs> tell us. You were in a situationship. I was in a <laughs> Yeah, talk about it. Tell us all about um, it. I think
2: I would define it as, um, you're getting all of the comfort and, uh, you're, you're filling your time basically with another human. Um, and they're walking alongside you through life, but yet they aren't committed to you. They are open to other possibilities of other people. Um, but you're always there when, when you need each other. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But there's really no, um, I mean, they can come in all forms. In my case, there wasn't it wasn't about the physicalness as much as it was about um, the comfort of having someone close by all the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so it was more like a best friendship that was confusing and hard, and feelings could have been involved, but you just, it was always a guessing game.
0: Yeah. Wow. And there's just always a lot of confusion it's around so what is this? Are we friends? <clears throat> right. Are we dating? Are we moving toward dating? Right. We just don't even know what's happening here. Yeah. And it seems like neither party wants to ask the questions. Right. Um, or Why is put that? themselves out. Well, I think I think what's happening now is that with all the apps, with all the options, with all the um, all the constant in um, interaction that we have in our culture with, with social media and all of that, there's always this sense of like, there's there are other options mm-hmm. and I want to make yeah. sure I keep my options open some personalities need that more than others mm-hmm. but there is a sense that like there are endless options right and I don't want to I w- I don't want to get myself locked down into yes. something that may not be exactly right for me right or mm-hmm. I'm afraid of, of commitment anyway mm-hmm. even if I think this person is great for me mm-hmm. I'm so afraid to say hey I really like you. I want to date you seriously. Right. Yeah. Right. Like there's just a lot of fear about saying that. Because what if the other person says, oh, dang. Yeah. yeah I was just thinking I like to hook up with you. Right. Right. Oh, and I don't actually, I still want to be able to go out with other people. Right. Right. So right. In that's in my always case, a risk.
2: And felt like the, there was this like ever looming possibility that I could potentially lose him. Mm. And so if I were to bring something up. We would yes. have to make a decision, like, we aren't going to do this anymore. Yes. And neither one of us wanted to make that decision.
1: Is, that's so interesting because, you know, isn't, doesn't, isn't that, though, the, the confusion also painful? Like, just, it's painful the thought yes. of I might lose
2: them if I say right. something, but also mm-hmm. the process. Oh, my gosh. It's so painful. But it's, it's less painful than the actual loss. Mm. Yeah. I think that's what a lot of people, how they get mm-hmm. stuck is there like it could be really really painful to have this conversation and end things or it could be a little less painful and i just stick around for yeah. yeah yeah it's just so it's it's really tricky and people get stuck i got stuck for a lot of time a lot of years
0: mm-hmm. yeah and things become familiar right like what right. you're describing that dynamic is very similar to Things that we use to self medicate, right? Yeah. Like whether we're overusing food or alcohol or whatever, right. there's a sense of like, I don't feel great about my relationship with this thing mm-hmm. food, yeah. alcohol, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, it takes, it feels better than having mm-hmm. to face the bigger feelings of like, right. what is going on with me that I need this thing? And exactly. so relationship, a relationship or a situation yeah. can serve that same function yeah. where it's like, you know, I have somebody, right. I this person is kind of in my pocket yeah. and there's a lot of ambivalence and confusion, but at least...
2: They're, they're filling
0: that void. Yeah, yeah. They're like, I don't I don't have that intense loneliness. There's right. still maybe even the thrill of like the potential here. Yes. Like yeah. maybe someday this is yeah. going to turn into something real. Yes. And that feels much better than like, oh, I could lose this entirely. Yeah. And then I'm starting over again from scratch. Maybe this is the right. best I can do. Right. Like right. I hear people say that. Very often, like, this isn't great, mm-hmm, but right. it's better than being alone. Yeah. Sure. And I'm not sure that I can have something that's better than this. Right. Right? Yeah. For sure. Which is really about us and what's going on inside of us. It isn't actually a reflection of reality. Right. Of whether you can ha- actually have someone who can really love you. Mm-hmm. It's It really speaks to, to so much more about, like, what's going on in my yeah. internal world and the ways that I've been wounded and rejected yeah. and abandoned and betrayed yeah. in the past. And, um you know, my need to sort of address those things so that I can um, be more ready for and open to and desiring of Mm -hmm. a real relationship. Like, that's what I'm looking for. That's what I'm going to go get. Yeah, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: totally. Yeah, I just, I mean, hearing you say that, it's just like the, this is the better than, right? Yeah. But it's, when you think of it being a reflection of us, what's been happening, like, how am I actually doing we're really putting a little bit more wound on the wound. Yeah, you know? oh, that's like, good. A little more <laughs> wound, wound on the wound. wound. We're putting. Yeah. We're, great. We're just like we're putting more anxiety on the anxiety mm. that's there. We're putting more loneliness on the loneliness that's there. Mm. We're putting more avoidance on the avoidance that's there, and then we end up in this place of just like I am not doing good here. Like yeah. I, it's almost you. I notice that sometimes we can lose our sense of real self right. because so many things are now layered on compounded. It's just like, well, is this my past or is this my present? It's like, it's both, yeah. you know, and part of it is that acknowledgement of that it, mm-hmm. it's now we, now we've got these present things and we have got these past things. And I know that in the previous episode we talked about, you know, we, we do go towards what's familiar. Right. And you always say, you know, we're either repairing or we're repeating. And right. this situation ships, yeah. that word, <laughs> um, are a reflection of that. Like yeah. the inability to really just show up for yourself yeah. and also have these hard conversations that can be exactly what you need. Like let's, right, yeah. let's label this because that is going to help us to clarify how we function how we relate with one another if you're my girlfriend if you're my boyfriend that tells me Mm -hmm. what we're going to do
0: right Mm -hmm. like
1: if I get in the car I'm going to drive the car you know if there's a door I'm going to open the door like the things the labels the things those those things orient us and resource us resource us to what we're going to do with what's going on right yeah
0: yeah I think I think what's happening is we're also afraid of getting hurt and so we're trying to pad our life so we don't get hurt and I think that's a mistake right Mm -hmm. like I think um you know there are there are risks that are not smart to take you know like jumping off a cliff without a parachute is dumb (laughs) but um there are risks that are worth taking um I I often say to clients it's gonna turn out badly every time except one Mm -hmm. right like we're dating so that we can find our life partner. Like yeah. that's the gig. We right. all sign up for that. We all know this could go either way. Right. We could get real excited about each other or not. Or mm-hmm. one of us could get really excited about the other and the other not. It's <clears throat> usually how it happens, yeah. right? Like mm-hmm. unfortunately, somebody's more in than the other. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Not that we've ever experienced Never. that. Never. No. Ever no. That. No. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it's going to go badly every time except for one. Yeah. And. It just, part of the gig is hurt Hurt comes with this experience, right? Mm. right? But what if the hurt isn't devastating? What if it isn't the end of the world? What if it's an opportunity to learn about myself and learn about what kind of partner I'm looking for, Mm. um, to try being in a close relationship with somebody and deal with conflict, deal with closeness, face my fears about that. Maybe I can come out of a relationship, even though I might get hurt, Maybe I could come out of that more equipped okay. for the next relationship. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, for Absolutely. sure.
0: You know,
1: Carly, I was just thinking, like, how do you move? How did you move from
2: situationship to relationship? I mean, there were a, a lot of conversations had along the way. And um, who we, started oh uh, <laughs> yeah so the first conversation we had actually was me i like mm-hmm. right yeah af- you did right after we were hanging out one-on-one with like we always did uh-huh. um again again yeah um i drove home and i lived like 40 minutes away at the time oh, and uh, the whole drive home i was like I can't do this anymore. Like, this is too hard. It's oh too painful. Gosh. I can't do it. I got all the way home and I called him. I was like, I'm coming back. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, you go get it. So you go order and it's back. Good. And we sat in his car and I was like, what is this? Yeah. Like, that's what is question? happening? Because it's, I told, I think... What made me realize that I had to have the conversation is I thought about the future and I thought about the potential of losing him and it hurt so bad. And so I was like, either we need to cut this off now or we need to like figure out what we are and move from there.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: so throughout that process, we had conversations of like, all right, well, let's try and hang out like twice a week and <laughs> um, like limit ourselves. Let's like not t- text during the day. Oh, so this oh, is defining of the situationship? This was – so we were like – at that time, we are like, we're not – like, we don't want to be together, so we need to like – step back.
0: And did you agree? Is that what you yeah, wanted? Yeah, we both
2: agreed. Okay. Like, okay. I, even, I even felt at the time like he's not who I want to end up with.
0: Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, the
2: confusion. Right? By the way, we're speaking of my current fiance. So <laughs> <laughs> clearly things change. Clearly. Hi, hi, J- hi, Jermaine. Hi, Jermaine.
0: <laughs> so sorry about the didn't want to be with you yeah. part.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you are engaged now. Yeah, so it all worked out, but I would mm. say that a huge... Um, A huge piece of advice that I personally learned was, like, have those conversations earlier than you think.
0: Yes. Because
2: once you get too deep, it's just – it gets harder and harder and harder to, like, really set those boundaries. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you don't want to be together –
0: don't spend every waking minute with each other.
2: <laughs> it just doesn't work. Out.
0: Yeah, because along the way, you're getting bonded to this person, yeah. right? Especially if there's, um, especially if there's physical intimacy involved, right? right? Yeah. If we're just sort of using each other or playing with each other right. we're developing this bond that's hard to break right but the emotional piece is really lagging behind because Absolutely. the commitment isn't there right, right. so mm-hmm. we're actually making it really difficult for ourselves. and we're getting entrenched in one way with this yes. relationship but not really committing to one another right and it it's
1: also looking at like why why aren't I bringing this up, right? In the beginning. Yes. Like why like yeah. the real real question is like we want we would love both parties to bring this up. But when you're not bringing it up, really asking why am I not bringing this up and identifying that part a little bit more mm-hmm. and realizing that the longer this goes, that bonding, that attachment happens, but it's not it's not based off of anything that could create security. Right,
2: there's no foundation. There's no
1: foundation. So you get more insecurely attached to someone. Right. But you don't know what's going on. And then you're wondering, like, why am I not feeling well? Like, why am I not sleeping? Or why is he talking to her? Why is Mm -hmm. she talking to him? And then you start to question.
0: It's a lot of drama. A lot of drama. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's a lot of drama. It
1: just brings up so much drama because the... The idea that when you name it mm-hmm. and you define what you are, that really tells you where you're heading. Like, you're right. my girlfriend. You're my boyfriend. All right. I respect you. There's loyalty here. I'm, I'm sticking to you. I'm committed to you. So that the, the, there aren't these questions that we have in our head that just brings up all this anxiety and insecurity, yes. which then let's say that just totally goes poorly, right? Like, let's say it went poorly with Jermaine. Then think of how you're going to approach the next person you're dating. Right, right you're bringing right. all of this anxiety into that, yeah. and it just compounds. And you can't find your. I can't find my way out of this, right? Because right? Yeah. it went poorly. Then maybe I just need to not bring it up or do less of you yeah. know the confusion or give in more. and Then we find ourselves either being really people pleasing, mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. they want, or we're completely avoided. Right, mm-hmm. you know, it's just up. yeah, completely yeah. like it, yeah.
0: Yeah, and it's so important to free yourself of this old idea that you were talking about earlier about um, boys are supposed to pursue and chase and girls are supposed to just sort of receive but be a little bit hard to get, Mm -hmm. right? Like, um, I don't know that everybody's doing that anymore, but certainly that message is still out there that we're waiting for the other person to give us a clue about yeah. whether, whether this is going somewhere deeper mm-hmm. or not. And I love what you're saying, but like, just be the person mm-hmm. Your this is your life. Mm-hmm. This is your time. Mm-hmm. This is your energy. This is your emotions. Yep. Let's own those and say, Hey, here's, here's what I want. Absolutely. Does that fit with what you want? It, if it doesn't, well, it's been so great knowing you yes. and I've really enjoyed you, but I'm really looking for a real relationship. Yeah. And so I'm going to go and do that. Um, another thing that happens sometimes is we, when we put ourselves on the line like that, there's a, there's a wishful thinking piece of like, this person's going to agree with me. This person's going to buy in with me. And mm-hmm. if they don't immediately, what can I do to get them to do yeah, that? Yeah, right? So like We watch that a lot. Let me convince them. But let yeah, me convince you or, or I'm going to be really <laughs> mad when you don't. I'm going to be really hurt when right. you don't. It's like, well, nobody actually committed yet. So yeah. you've been wishing that yes. this would happen but you haven't taken any initiative on your own behalf to say hey what are you looking for here because i'm looking for this yeah. right and yeah. it's okay if that's not what you're looking for but that actually doesn't work for me anymore yeah mm-hmm.
1: yeah because it's you and so we're talking about those having those direct hard conversations yeah. so it's you know how do you, how do you do that i mean rally up with some people that are on mm, your team yeah. that they know you and help you practice help, maybe <laughs> help like practice role play okay so I'm gonna use Jermaine Carly Oh, <laughs> all right
0: let's use Jermaine <laughs> you sorry, know Jermaine. So, sorry Jermaine
1: again uh-huh. <laughs> you know you just like it's as if Carly goes in she sits with some people she's she trusts she's safe with and she goes okay Jermaine is here I'm here Now, how do I say I need to talk about this? And you did it beautifully. Like, what are we? Mm -hmm. You know, let's, what are we doing here? Like, we text all this time. We talk all this time. This is what it means to me. And a little different, Carly, was the two of you were both like, no, let's not be together, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So even in that, it's when you arrive at that, it's also like, then why do I keep going back to this person? Yeah. If right, I don't want right. to be with them, why do I keep going back? Right. So let's let's figure that out mm-hmm. individually. But if if it works out that both of you want to be together, then great. Right. Let's go from there now mm-hmm. and allow intimacy and real
2: relationship to develop from now what you're defining for each other. Mm-hmm. I think what what I struggled with was even apart from this situation was like learning how to, um, find the balance of like, okay, let me, let me not throw up all my walls and, but at the same time, let me protect myself. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you know, oh, how do you know where the line is and how do you know how much to share and how much to give prior to that commitment? Yeah. Because you could easily, After this, like, had Jermaine and I not worked out, I think I would have went into a lot of situations with, like, protect myself. Like, Mm -hmm. don't get close to any male figure, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, And, yeah, it's just, it's really hard to find that balance. Yeah.
1: You know, I really wish there was, like, a one-size-fits-all.
0: Right. Wouldn't that be great? (laughs) It it would be wonderful.
1: That would be so good, but... It really, it's it's so nuanced about how that goes. Um, I think um, when I work with clients, I typically say, notice um, the conversation, notice what you guys are talking about, notice your pace, um, notice if it's just the two of you dating versus not dating other people, mm-hmm. right? Um, notice how it feels to you. You know, notice that if what you share, um, you feel okay them having that information. Then great, you Mm -hmm. know. But if what you share, all of a sudden you are completely second guessing, why did I say that? You start to go in your head about what you're sharing with them. That's probably a good indicator of like, oh, maybe you crossed a little bit your own boundary, Mm -hmm. your own limit about where you're really, were you really ready to actually share that with them? Right. Um, And that's in conversation. And then when it comes to physical intimacy, because there's so many different ways we can be intimate with someone, right? Time, quality time, you know, spirituality, all of these different things. But with the physical intimacy, that's another part of it, too, that when you're in an undefined situationship, I can't get used to that word, <laughs> you might be giving of yourself almost to win them over, like yeah. what you are saying, anyway, yeah.
0: mm-hmm. and
1: you might be really harming and hurting yourself in that position, mm-hmm. and that that's what you want to pay attention to, is like, how am I left feeling afterwards, right? right. And then, why did I do that? Yeah. Um, when you start to notice, so let's say you, what you were just saying, you and Jermaine didn't didn't work out. Mm-hmm. It's reflecting back on that, traje- like where the trajectory you guys were having. It's reflecting back on the things that happened, mm-hmm. and slowing down to identify what was really these, what were these actions about? Why was I spending so much time with yeah. this person? Mm-hmm. Um, knowing that as, mm-hmm. the more developed you are in your own story, the more connections you have, the more aware you are of your own wounds then you'll know whether you're functioning out of them to relate and connect to someone or whether you are just actually more free and more open and more ready to be talking with someone. Because Mm -hmm. had it not worked and then you're going to another relationship and you're closed up, that's the pause of like, whoa, that's the indication you're not ready, right? So Mm -hmm. let's work on what happened Mm -hmm. and let's, let's kind of undo some of those messages. Let's undo what you thought was supposed to be and let's create more healing around the way you were functioning and you relating, but I mean I don't even know if you call that relating other than situationship relating. I don't know. right. right. <laughs> like, I don't know what you call that. Yeah. But it's almost like a false it's a false reality. Oh, yeah. You know, it's it's a lot of what if, it's a lot of maybe, right. which can really, really harm your trust in people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we and mm-hmm. then we enter and I'm just like, I I how am I supposed to trust someone I'm like I get it, but really it's about trusting yourself. Yeah. It's almost less about trusting the other person. It's about trusting yep. yourself yep. to enter into another relationship. Mm-hmm. So the repair, the healing is in mm-hmm. us to know, I got this. I know how to build trust with someone else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Versus continually thinking externally, I can't trust anybody else. Right. It's more about our ourselves, our insight, our healing.
0: Mm -hmm. building
1: trust building intuition um, building that guidance undoing the frame and templates that are just not helping us anymore yeah
0: yeah yeah Yeah, i think a way you can figure out some of these things about yourself is to ask yourself if you're in one of these undefined relationships to ask yourself what is the payoff for me Mm -hmm. of being in this kind of relationship it's it's painful and confusing and all of that, but what am I getting out of it? Mm-hmm. And that will give you some clues about what needs to be worked on mm-hmm. inside, right? Yeah. I'm not lonely because I have this person in my back yeah. pocket. Yeah. Oh, okay, so that's the problem I'm mm-hmm. trying to solve is loneliness, and this is good enough for me. Oh, so that tells me things about myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm not actually believing that I'm capable or Um, available for or deserve Mm -hmm. a real relationship so figuring out like what's the payoff for me of this kind of relationship do I like the drama of it mm-hmm. does it feel like you know I'm kind of bored and this keeps me excited <laughs> yeah I never know what's gonna happen oh right Yeah. Okay. Well, alright so exciting. I guess I don't have enough going on inside myself right like I don't have enough going on in my own life and so I'm using another person to try to create some excitement yeah. and at the same time I'm hurting myself yeah. right so just asking what's the payoff for me sure why why do I want to be in this kind of relationship even though I say I don't like it right so let's talk about if you're in one of these undefined relationships, and you're like, you know, I'm kind of done doing this to myself. I've been, I've been paying attention to why I do this. I can see that this is not in my own best interest. I can see that this other person is not wanting the same kind of thing I'm wanting. Mm-hmm. How do I get out? What do what do I say if I'm wanting to if I if I'm wanting to get out?
1: So a really like sometimes it's a bare bones role play of. Hey, Jermaine. (laughs) Um, I've been thinking about how much time we spend together. Maybe name a couple of the things that you do, right, that is the situationship. Mm -hmm. We spend a lot of time together. We talk a lot. We hang out with each other's families. Yeah, we hang out with each other's families. Like, we do a lot together, and we talk about a lot, and... I'm really confused about what we are.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I, if you like them, it could sound something like, I like you. I want to be, I want to be with you. Like I'm, I'm investing in us and what we talk about because I'm hoping we can actually be a a relationship and Mm -hmm. no longer be in this vague, confusing space. Like, can you tell me what you're thinking about me saying that, you know, like, what do you think? Um, you can you can give them back the question. Try not to do ten minutes of talking, <laughs> right? <laughs> right in the beginning, mm-hmm. just like this gentle. I'm gonna just throw this because here's this my observation t- this of is, us. Right, yeah. right. What do you like the observation of what's going on and. You know, it's going to feel so scary to say, yes. mm-hmm. I
0: like you, yeah. right? Right. right. Carl, oh, I yeah. can see you. <laughs> yeah. you remember. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be so, so
1: but you know what? It's It's so freeing to also do that mm-hmm. because you're acknowledging yourself, like really what's going on with you, and you're letting this person know this, and you can, you either go, towards relationship, which is really what you want,
0: mm-hmm. or you go
1: towards breakup, right? right? Which is terrible. But you will come back so much better from either mm-hmm. way you go. Mm-hmm. You you absolutely will. Mm-hmm. You absolutely will. And so yeah, you don't I, I would not recommend an entire spiel yeah. of throwing all this information. Mm-hmm. Like just gently put it out there, see what they say mm-hmm. and then continue that conversation. You can ask questions Um, If you feel hurt, it's okay to say that you have felt hurt during the process. Mm. Um, But I think it it gets tricky if we go into blaming because we were a part of that, too. And so we have to be aware, too, that, hey, I was part of the situation. part, you know, for sure. So we don't want to go into blaming. We don't want to go into attacking. Um, I can understand and validate feeling anger and feeling Mm -hmm. frustrated and feeling as if it's all them, but really, I, I this is where I'm gonna gently just let you know it's not all them. Right. It's also mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's that's how <clears throat> I would can say to approach it. You know, listen to what they say and and go from there. Before, you know, take a good fifteen minutes to just sit, chill out, mm-hmm. drink water. <laughs> You know, yeah. get some candy, yeah. you know, just like self-soothe and have the hard conversation. For that sure. Honestly, um, it's a long-term investment in your own emotional well-being. Mm, like right. it absolutely is. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, this is a totally different topic, but at some point, this is probably also going to help you for other future hard conversations right. that right. it's not just about dating. This is probably... Where it comes out the most, but it may come out with hard conversations with friends or family mm-hmm. members or at work. You know, this is something to attend to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's yeah. what I would think.
2: Yeah. There was a period where we, Jermaine and I, decided, like, we are not going to talk for a month. Because oh. we didn't know where to go from where we were yeah. at. Like, yeah. do do we just like we tried the whole kind of hangout thing? We see each other <laughs> but only then twice a we week. We. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All these rules that you're already putting on.
0: Yeah, yeah. red flag.
1: Yeah. I know. <laughs>
2: yeah. So we were like, all right, it's an. I I told him like it's an all or nothing type thing. Like I think we need to like not talk mm. and. So we did for like a month. It was the most painful thing ever. It, hurt. Oh it was just gosh. so sad. Did you make it the whole month? We made it... Well, we saw each other like at three church, days. which it, was like, twice a week. Oh my <laughs> gosh. And then we would catch up on each, on each other's whole lives during that hour at church. Mm, oh, so it was like kind of pointless, but... It was kind of pointless. <laughs> <laughs> but mm. what people told me throughout that period, because I was... I was, like, very emotional about it. It was very, very hard. Mm. Um, And people kept telling me, like, it will not hurt this bad forever. Yeah. Mm. And that is just what I held on to. Like, I know it's so painful right now. It's so Mm. hard. But, like... I, I'm investing in my future right now by doing this. Mm. Yeah. And I'm holding on to the fact that I'm not always going to be in this much pain. Mm.
0: Yeah. Do you think that's what created clarity for you guys about what you... I that think you really it, wanted in a relationship? For me,
2: yes. Okay. Like... Taking a month off, yeah. I'll see you at church and tell I, you all about I think about that's me. when things started. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but really, like, things did start to shift during that period for me. Yeah. Where I was like, yeah. wait a second, like... I, I was realizing how
0: much I'm actually he meant to me.
2: Super you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See um, that, like. So yeah. it was, yeah. It was very defining. I think yeah. that period for me was.
0: When I think I think what's tricky is like that might be the outcome that somebody wants right? out of that. And I think it's probably unusual. Yes, mm-hmm. I agree. Right? You're kind of like that I movie. Had, I didn't expect
2: that at all. Right. Like, I don't think that it's very typical. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Like that movie, he's just not that into yes. you. Yes. Like in the oh end, he is into her. Right. It's like, oh my gosh, you were helping us understand this yes. <laughs> dynamic. And then at the end, you screwed us yeah. with the fairy tale. Right? So I think I think your situation is a little like that. Yes. where uh, I think... Very often, the outcome is that one of us doesn't actually want to commit. Right. And we're just not willing to call it and say, you know, I, I know I'm hanging out with you a lot, but I'm right. actually doing that to soothe myself. Right. right? Yeah. It's not actually that I'm really excited about being with mm-hmm. you. It's just that you're a filler.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: Oh, so. That's yeah. so true. Yeah. That's painful. So, it's so painful. So oftentimes those those situationships are going mm-hmm. to end and with people letting each right. other go which was would be the healthiest thing yeah. to do right like yeah. let's stop pretending we're in a relationship and let's go find the thing that we both really right. want which is somebody else right
2: yeah
0: right. yeah yeah who oh, that's gosh. Tough, though. It's hard hard
1: <laughs> wow situationships I know. situationships hard such a case by case mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. it's completely possible to not be in it yes, yes. it's possible yes. we just have to First, acknowledge, oh shit, I'm in a situationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure.
0: <laughs> and this is going nowhere. This is
2: going nowhere. And right. you'll know. You'll you'll know. Yeah. yeah. You you question a lot. And then moving forward, learning to identify them really early on. Oh, yeah. yes. yes. Because yes. that could save you a lot of grief.
0: Yeah. 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 It's yeah. so awesome. Uh, well, thank you, ladies. <laughs> that was good stuff. It was good. good. Thank you, Carly. And Jermaine. Jermaine, <laughs> thank you for sharing your whole story we'll start, here with yeah. us today. I really appreciate your vulnerability. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right. Take care, everybody. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Soul Care House podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Any questions or comments you have, if there are topics you'd like us to address, let us know. Feel free to contact me at elaine at soulcarehouse.com. If you're interested in knowing more about what we do here at Soul Care, our website is soulcarehouse.com. And you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. Our handle there is Soul Care House and Barn. Talk to you soon.